Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. This is episode 27, The Power of a Failure. Hello, hello, hello. How are you guys? It is July 2nd. (laughs) We are in July, officially halfway through 2019, you guys. Isn't that awesome? Full into summer mode over here in North Carolina. All the kids are in all of their camps. I am working my bum off coaching all of you superstars who want to help learn how to stop over drinking permanently and I am loving it. Um, This past weekend our kids attended a week of summer camp at their school where they go to and they go to this um, dual language school. It's a Spanish immersion school so they take non-Spanish speaking students and they immerse immerse them into speaking Spanish. So they come in and they have to speak Spanish like 90% of the day. And then they take non-English speaking kids and they immerse them in English and make them speak 90% English during the day. So everyone sort of starts on the same level as far as their language skills are concerned. And it's just this beautifully culturally diverse school. They've got these teachers from South America and Um, Spain and all these different areas where their native Spanish speakers coming in for usually one to two years to work at this school and the culture there is just super awesome they always do amazing projects and presentations so this past week in summer camp there they had all of these teachers from Puerto Rico come and talk about um, diversity and culture and inclusion and they did this beautiful end of the camp um, ceremony where all the kids made this beautiful art and they did dance and um, they made big puppets um, painted these beautiful puppets that the kids moved around the stage with and it was just and the whole thing was in Spanish and it was just absolutely beautiful my kids were out there all three of them dancing and singing and performing for everybody and it was just awesome and I just felt so thankful that my kids had this opportunity to attend this public school in our town. And then on Sunday, um, I took my two oldest kids to the Buddhist temple here in our town, and I hadn't been for a while. And I just wanted to sort of reconnect and, you know, get back into that routine. We've been traveling and whatnot. And I didn't know it, but they were ending a week of summer camp for children there as well. And they also had all of these students from Korea who were learning Uh, Buddha and they wanted to be reverence teaching one Buddhism and they had about 12 students there so there was a special service for them and for the students you know the young kids who had done a summer camp there and at the end of this guided meditation uh, with these Buddhas and the kids all came in and they chanted in the language in Korean for the the people there Um, who were practicing and meditating and it was just absolutely beautiful and I love the one Buddhism because it's about being connected to the universe and I'm very much of the mindset that our energy that we put out and what we think and how we interact with people um gives us the results in our lives right so it's all like they sort of practice the same thing it's all thoughts and feelings and one universe we're all connected and when I got to experience 
both of those things yes this weekend with my kids having this amazing cultural experience with people from Puerto Rico and then two days later they're chanting Korean Buddhism type chants it was just amazing and I just um, was sort of blown away about that and about how re- how really we are all connected and how I'm connected to you and I've you know not met so many of you but I still am able to influence and help you in so many ways that I'm not even going to be aware of. Um, it just all makes it seem like we really do live in such a small world and we can be connected through technology and different methods and I'm just really, really thankful for all of it. And I'm thankful for you listening to the podcast every week. And I'm thankful that you're open to, you know, having a different way to approach problems in your life or thinking about things differently and sharing with other people what you're learning from this podcast. And I just love you guys. So that was my weekend. (laughs) Pretty awesome, right? Um, So today's podcast is about the power of a failure. And I've been coaching a lot of people and a lot of new people have come on into my practice. And, you know, usually there's like a reoccurring theme and then I'll share it in the podcast. Um, And this week has been a lot about failure. And when we're looking at, you know, creating our drink plans and, you know, looking at the holidays coming up, the 4th of July and all the summer barbecues and things, and they're planning ahead for what they want to drink or not drink. And a lot of them have been, you know, saying, well, I really only want to have two, like if we look at our goals and, you know, two months down the line, six months down the line, being that person that doesn't overdrink. So they say they really want to have two, but they're scared that they don't want to fail. Like they don't know that they could, you know, go to that party and have two. Like they haven't done that before. So they're worried about failing. And so I wanted to explore failing today and actually why we want to fail when we're trying something new. So I want to ask you why we are so scared of failure. And while I was putting together this podcast, I wanted to look up the definition of failure on the Googs (laughs) over at Google. And here's what it says. Number one, failure is lack of success. And two, the omission of expected or required action. And now I love to create my own definitions. (laughs) So I'm going to say for me, That failure is a lack of success because of the omission of a required action. Okay, so I want you guys to think about that. Failure is a lack of success because of the omission of a required action. So why is failure so horrible? Why is the idea of failing so horrible that we don't go for things? We don't make big goals. We don't try. Why are we so scared of it? And so many of my clients are scared to fail. So they pad, like I said, they pad the amount they want to drink because it's safer. So they don't have to deal with a failure. And so why is this something we want to avoid? Is it because we're worried about what other people will think? You know, we put our goals out there. We share it with our family and friends. Are we worried that if we don't achieve what we said we're going to do, we're going to be embarrassed or you know, there's shame involved in that? Is it because we think we aren't capable? What are you making it mean if you fail, right? These are three really important questions. Like if you have your journals or if you want to pause this podcast, to pause it and write them down. Because these answers, if you answer these questions for yourself, it will reveal why failure is so scary for you. So write this down. Is it because we are worried about what other people will think? Is it because we think 
we aren't capable? And then what are you making it mean if you fail? And if you answer that question, you will know why failure is so scary for you. And I know that most of your answers will boil down to you believing you aren't good enough or worthy of success or you aren't capable. And when you think those thoughts about yourself, it feels horrible, right? And that feeling you have, that horrible feeling you have about yourself is something you don't want to experience. So you try to avoid failure by not going all in or trying something new or having a goal of not drinking at a party for the first time. So I really want you to hear me on this. You're not wanting to fail because of how it will make you feel, right? A potential future feeling is causing you to stay stuck where you are. Remember what a feeling is. It's a vibration in your body right? And the idea of failing, and when you have those thoughts that you're not worthy, you're not good enough if you fail, that doesn't feel good, right? And that's it. I want to repeat this. A potential future feeling, a vibration in your body (laughs) is causing you to stay stuck where you are. That's it. Do you want a potential future feeling to have that much control over you? Do you want to continue to be scared of failing? I want you to look at it this way. Say you are over drinking on a regular basis, whether it's too much on the weekends or it's nightly routine of having too much wine. I want you to think about how that issue makes you feel. Okay? Think about your feelings. Frustration, the cycle of beating yourself up over it, feeling tired, feeling stuck. All of that feels bad, right? So you are already in a negative cycle. The idea of failing then shouldn't seem that bad to you because you're already feeling like shit. (laughs) At least if you are failing, you are trying, you are moving forward, you are learning. And yes, that can feel bad, but that bad feeling actually has some benefits. So stick with me here. Say you plan to only have two glasses of wine out at a barbecue and you're feeling confident when you arrive with your drink plan, you've got a good mindset and you're all in, right? You're doing this. You're only having two glasses of wine. And then you're enjoying yourself and you're drinking your your glasses of wine. And then your friend comes over and she's like, hey, do you want to have another glass of wine? Or hey, can I get you another glass? And you hold your glass out and you accept and you drink the wine with not much of a whisper (laughs) from your mind about it. Maybe just a, well, what? maybe one more doesn't isn't going to hurt or who cares type of thought, right? Like not much going on there that you're aware of. And then you have that third glass of wine. That's a failure, right? You said you were only going to have two, but you ended up drinking three. The next day, you might be a bit mad at yourself because you didn't honor your commitment. You told your partner you'd only have two. You told me if we're coaching together, you're only having two. And you ended up drinking three. Ugh. Like that doesn't feel good. You feel disappointed. But what you can do in that failure is analyze what happens. You can remember what you were thinking and feeling and learn from it. In this situation, you realize you didn't pause. You didn't slow down enough to process that urge for the third glass. And you weren't willing to feel uncomfortable with saying no to your friend. You realize that thought one more. So you have this that thought, right? right? You remember that thought you had in the moment. And you realize that thought, one more isn't going to hurt, caused you to have an urge, and then you quickly moved through that feeling and had the third glass. 
All of that is really good information to have, right? So now you know, and you can come up with a strategy for next time you're in that situation. And then next time you commit to slowing down, feeling your feelings, honoring your commitment, and you tell yourself you learned a little bit about your behavior in that situation, and you're moving on. I like to think I needed this fail so I could learn how to do it the best way next time. But if you weren't willing to have that failure, you would never know this about yourself. If you had been worried about a failure in advance and planned to have three drinks instead of two like you really wanted, you wouldn't know how you can change going forward. It would be a missed opportunity for growth because you were scared of failing. And we need to fail to grow. It's a requirement in this process. I want you guys to think about the founders of Apple and Facebook and Tesla. Do you think they got it right on the first go? No. <laughs> it took them so many failures to get where they are today. They didn't go about worry about failing. They knew that that was what they had to do. They had to be willing to try a million different ways. And they had a strong commitment to figuring it out no matter what. They knew that failures were a requirement. So they got busy. They did the work. They put themselves out there. They tried the things. And they learned and they failed and they grew. And here we are today with those successful businesses, right? They took actions in spite of their failures. They didn't say, oh, I'm scared of failing, so I don't want to try and do hard things. They did it anyway, in spite of their feelings. And if you aren't failing, you aren't doing it right. I promise you. I have had hundreds of failures in my business, more failures than success, I promise you. I have tried lots of different things, marketing tactics, advertising, sales funnels, taking classes, you know, online marketing classes, promising these big results, all of it. And I've experienced a lot of failure. But because I want to grow and I'm committed to this business and I want to evolve, I know that that's a part of the process. I don't let the idea of failing stop me. I'm willing to fail a thousand times to get to a hundred successes. Because when I get to those successes, they are pure magic and I've earned them through the failures, right? I have figured out the best way for me through those failures. And it was the same process I went through with over drinking, right? Like I did this same process and figuring out the best way to stop over drinking for me. I was willing to fail and to figure out the right path. It might take you a hundred fails of learning how to allow and process your urges instead of white knuckling. You might have to overdrink for six more months before you figure out how to slow down and feel your feelings and get aware of your thoughts. But if you aren't willing to fail, you're just failing ahead of time and that result is keeping you stuck right where you are. So do you want the power of a failure to propel you forward? Or do you want to stay safe and not go big with your goals because you are afraid of failing? Right? Answer those questions. What do you want? And then just commit to whatever that answer is. If you want to stay where you are, that is totally fine. But if you want to move forward, you want to grow, and you want to move past this, you have to consider failure as part of that process. I also want you to consider that you won't fail. What? <laughs> what if you decide to go all in on the over drinking issue and you make your drink plans to only have one and you go to the party and you allow your urges and you stick to your commitment and you have a success on the first go? What if because you are willing to fail 
because you weren't scared allowed you the openness to explore what having only one drink would actually be like. Think about that for a second. So many of us are too busy, worst case scenarioing what could go wrong, right? We miss what could go right. What if you are actually able to do it? What if you go in and you gain some self-confidence so that you challenge yourself a bit more next time and you experiment with not drinking at a social function? That is what you are missing when you hold yourself back because you are scared to fail. You are holding yourself back from winning. All right? Food for thought, my friends. And if you want me to help you see if you are holding yourself back because you are scared, you might think you've tried everything and you wonder how could private coaching really help you, I welcome you to schedule a free consultation with me. Don't let fear of failure or fear hold you back from moving forward with your desire to stop over drinking. The link to schedule that free consultation is in the show notes. I hope you all have a beautiful weekend and I'll talk to you next week. Didn't we